0: live from the fish tank get your host ronnie back with another episode of the d fantasy podcast we have a good one for you well i think they're all good but this is yet another good one uh we have a first time guest for the first time in <clears throat> a long time uh, we have kevin on uh our resident hockey ringer by way of keith who has turned into you know more than just a hockey ringer for us he joins us for an hour and a half uh, to talk a uh, good amount about hockey, good amount about soccer as well, uh, spoiler alert, and kind of get to know Kevin a little bit better. So that was a very fun conversation. Really, really enjoyed that one. Um, and uh, let's get right to that here, and we'll catch you on the other side with uh, with football stuff. All right, now we welcome on, for the first time ever, uh, Keefe's Hockey Ringer, welcome on Kevin.
1: How you guys doing? Oh, how you doing, Ronnie? Um, appreciate being in the nickname of Hockey Ringer.
0: Well, I mean, um, I that's just... what you were to begin with. Now you're you're very much Kevin slash uh, that <laughs> rich dude's best friend. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate
2: him bringing me into this. You guys uh, run a ridiculously
1: awesome fantasy ship um, in every sport uh, through – all the note, all the messages on me. It's, its it's wildly entertaining.
0: Yeah, I, I can only imagine what that's like. As I'm not going to say an outsider, but as someone who only does one sport,
1: oh, I mean, it, it's it's extremely infuriating. So I'm like, I really want to know more about these men. I want to want to be more involved, other than a quarter of the time. But especially with hockey, it's not a quarter of the time. It's really spoken about until maybe you know, there's a the wall. Once football's over, yeah, I'm sure. That's the time
0: it's going to dominate, but even basketball has its range. Um, but um, yeah, you guys, uh, you got to commit a bunch, it's very, uh, very entertaining. Yeah, well, look, luckily for you, there's no barrier to making fun of me, regardless of the sport. So. <laughs> All right, but as I alluded to, hockey is the one sport you are in with us at the moment, so yes, I mean, like that is going to be the the bulk of this here. So, how are we feeling about your team and? Are you ready to unleash your dissertation as to why the software I I use to give the uh, preseason no, rankings right it's, is wrong? It's
1: not, it, I'm not blaming the software. I I can see it. I just I think my team is uh, very much slept on. I, I coming into this, I had never done any type of salary cap type of situation for a fancy team. So um, my only knowledge of it was seeing what I had in front of me when I started. You know, I saw Carter Hart have a ridiculously high salary caps. a lot of other goalies were pretty high as well so i took that as a you know i might have been, probably was wrong is meaning a big importance a stress on having good goaltending so that's where the whole swain and old debacle came into play um <laughs> it definitely was unfortunate but i think i think i kind of started to learn um become more educated as to how uh, to properly put You know allocate my money um i I think i think most of my guys if you look at it like we are missing we're missing face-off wins and i do i do a big fantasy a big money one and you know the 16 category and face-off wins is one of those categories so i don't really i didn't take it too serious um but now like you know i think what do we have We have, we have a decent amount of categories but um I, I think my team has just slept on. I got young. I got a young squad. Um, it sucked that I had to move Kachuk because that was brutal. But looking at the upcoming salary situation, I'd be running into, um, you know, it, it, sacrifices had to be made. And you know, I liked Jordan Cairo just because even though he doesn't throw his body around, he's young and he's he had a really nice contract that he just previously signed with. I don't know, who did I make the trade with?
0: Um, you have that on hand who i it yeah shipped. i can um kairu was josh
1: yeah and he was i think he had signed him to i think he's at like five million a year and i really like the production um for that amount
0: three um, million for this three, year and two more
1: for this year and two more so three three million for three total years um That'll help my, you know, ability to spend further on. And you know, I did get rid of Couture because even though he's a nice real life, you know, hockey player, in this type of setup, he only really adds like assists, points, assists. He doesn't really throw his body around, and it, you know, he's a. It seems like it's a one-dimensional player in this, in these type of rankings in this type of setup. So um, I'm, you know, Couture's it stinks. We don't know what's happening, as you said in the previous podcast. be a day-to-day week-to-week month-to-month year-to-year type thing with him which is one of the weirdest type of um destinations
0: uh and it sucks when you have them on your team yeah i Um, I can't say i've i recall an injury where there is such a wide outcome of possibilities like that
1: yeah and and it's frustrating too because before last year he really started to put together like a being a really solid fantasy you know producer like the previous four years and he had I, I still remember him when he was coming up he had that all the talk of being a possible number one pick he slid to the uh who did, he, did the flyers draft him yeah at like seven or five or something like that eight eight um but yeah the, he slid and you know he was there's a little you know learning a uh, couple of years where he had to learn how to play but he, you know he really I, he's always been a big i've always been a big fantasy fan of him because he he contributes in a lot of categories yeah sure uh but you know other than that my you know, the, the trades happen and we just gotta go forward um if you look at the, you know, the, the my team the stats they put up have a that you just looking at last few years yeah guys most of my guys are touching 60 points 60 plus points and that's that's just like the baseline for them i think you know, I, I like that I was able to get uh, his name. Yes, Barry Cook, can, can be, yeah. whatever you you want to pronounce it? I think he could be in for a big year because, you know, there's opportunities with Carolina. They got Trocheck left, Niederreiter left. They got Pacioretty, but he's out with the Achilles. So the top six opportunity could be there. And he's still very young. Um, Jack Hughes got screwed with the injury last year. He's on pace for like well over 90 points. I think like 56 and 49 games. Um, so Till can always take a step up, and you know, one of my dark horses that I'm probably going to be drafting in most of my leagues will be Dylan Strome. I think he can have a pretty solid year in Washington, especially with uh, Backstrom out, having some top six minutes, power play time, and uh, even last year he dropped. Last year he dropped 45. Uh, oh no, how many have last year? 40. 48 on a pretty bad Chicago team.
2: Yeah, so, uh, a very bad Chicago team. Yeah. So I'm just, um,
1: you know, I just look at my team. The, I, I do see a need to pick up possible, you know, more physical players. Um, my defense, I like, you know, the kid Saint Sean Darzy, he's a young guy. What is he, like, 22, 23? Around there. 23. Good year, decent year last year. You know, I was able to sign Devin Tays as an Islander fan. It sucked seeing him go, but we were in a cap crunch, and it kind of sucks looking at what we got back for him compared to what other guys have been going for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, more, you know, Noah Dobson had that breakout year. Um, yeah, Dobson so, is a
2: guy I'm, I'm a bit jealous of. Yeah, Dobson. I mean, I, I, the top three of Riley, Tays, and, and Dobson, those guys could be, all, all of them could push top 15
1: fantasy defensemen by right. the end of the year
0: and i guess i probably should say to us talking with dobson especially in
1: like from a real life standpoint but from a fantasy standpoint too uh, oh no I mean, totally. He, he looks really good he he has really taken a step up you know it, it sucks to see trotsko as i mentioned i am an honor fan but it sucks to see Trotzko. but part of me doesn't part of me thinks well most of me thinks that he wasn't fired you know with, it, on a no Talk like it was all lose decision to do. So the fact that trots didn't sign with anyone in the off season kind of makes me think he, need, he needed the year off. You know, he just lost he lost his mom during COVID. Um, he, he he hasn't had a year off. He started the Nashville Predators and he hasn't been going ever since then. Yeah. So and, and he does, you know, he lives in my town. You see, see him around uh, at the CBS He does have a special needs child. Uh, I think he's on to
2: a senior year. He's, he's just starting freshman college your high school, oh, fresh year of college, so he's got a lot of a lot of family
1: obligations that I could see him having to want to take you know take a step away.
2: Yeah,
0: selfishly though, as the owner of Connor Halabak, I was like hoping and praying that he would sign with Winnipeg, uh, just to
1: have <laughs> that boost. The 12 is, is that <laughs> even if he went to Winnipeg, his goalie whisperer stays in New York. Mitch Corn.
0: I mean, I, I would just take a competent defensive setup in front of him. Like I don't even need I don't even need Mitch Corn in Winnipeg. I just want like. Like
1: been, you, if he you would have went to Winnipeg, what would you have thought would have happened production wise? Because Winnipeg, that you guys have young, like not young, like mid 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 like twenty six to twenty nine studs, like Shifley, Kyle Connors, um, and Nicholas Ellers. I mean Blake Wheeler's getting older, but you guys do have the firepower um, to put up points,
0: and you know Trot's system really doesn't go for that. Well, I mean, I'm only talking from like a fantasy standpoint here. I don't really know. Okay. Like, I don't really know Winnipeg like too intimately, but like the uh, just the idea of a, a more structured and, and team-based defense yeah. system in front of Hellebuck just just for the fantasy numbers. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I, really I, sick I, and tired of selfishly speaking. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like really have, sick and tired of whenever I play Alex, it always lines up that I have Hellebuck going up against McDavid, and it just ruins me. For the
1: yeah, and I I get it, and you know what? It's I I love Helibuck because he let me. I remember the year I think he won the uh, Was that like two years ago? Did he win it or no?
0: I I think he did, but it was like the year before I think we started
1: our league. <laughs> but yeah, he's he he was I drafted him late in my money league, and I was a he he took me all the way to the championship. So I'm always Hally Buck's always going to have a uh, a big place in my heart.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, he won it in 1920. So literally, right before we did our startup draft.
1: Yeah, so that, that I mean, he's it's he's he's tiny. What is he like? 31, 32 now? So 29. 29. Uh, yeah. Ah, so he's got like you just they just need to figure out defense. Like,
0: who, I don't even know who like a defenseman on their team are. Like, who, who do they have over there? Uh, Morrissey is the big name. Well, I shouldn't say big name, but that's the name that comes to mind first. <laughs> he's, uh, I think Brendan Dillon is there, right? Is
2: Pionk there too?
0: Yep. I should have known that he's on my. I have Pionk in this league, so. Um, um, yeah, but it's just
2: like I, you know, I don't, I don't know too many their ages and
1: stuff, but it just doesn't seem like. I don't know. He died. A guy like if 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 Trots did end up going to Winnipeg, it definitely would have
0: boosted uh, production for Buck. And Is it, who's a who's a backup goalie over there? Uh.
1: Ooh, it was saying, yes,
2: it's, 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 it was the Ron off for a bit.
1: Yeah, so I mean, he would He's probably going to start sixty plus. Let's, let's see. I don't remember. I should know who the backup is, but I'll pull up Daily Face Off and after this slow. come on.
2: I mean,
0: regardless. I mean, what you were saying, Yeah,
1: regardless. If we had to look it up, it, it's it's a sixty plus start situation over there. Yeah. Um, but yeah i i think um you know filling out i right right wing i want to possibly get you know i have to add some more dudes there um, i want to see what wallstrom does see where he plays uh see, I, I a lot of people gave the honors slack this year for not signing and i don't think they really were in on it one because they couldn't afford to get a player their salary cap they sold to re signed dobson they had to re-sign romanov they had to eventually re-sign Barzal. who was uh, going to be an RFA after what would have been before this big deal. Um, they didn't really have room to make a big splash without uh, having to move players or take a risk on um, you know waiting to re-sign uh, possibly you know someone that's been with them and, and and possibly losing with the free agency. So I think I think the Islanders are hoping that. Uh, it, outside of Brock Nelson, everyone had a bad year last year.
0: Yeah, and there was a lot of weird circumstances. I mean, what was it like a thirteen game road trip to start the season? Yeah, the new, the new stadium wasn't ready, so it's that thirteen game road trip.
2: And then they were five. They they beat Winnipeg and they were five and two. And then
1: Pulak breaks his foot um, against Tampa. Yeah, against Tampa. And then after the Florida game, Bailey gets COVID, and then everyone gets COVID. Yeah, and fortunately, NHL were like, all right, you guys got to play your your ahl team um opening up your stadium uh so they didn't re- did and stop any games and then later on in the season when COVID became a bigger issue that's when they started rescheduling and you know it was a good year to suck though because the east was so good they were yeah. so good here and like even if the islanders did as well as they thought they could have they might have been a wild card team but it's a good year to suck um
0: and then, sorry, I just like the Islanders so much. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good. And then, but my goalies, yeah, you know, I, I re
1: signed Bobrovsky to one year because I, you know, I didn't want to let him go after this, but, you know, he had such a good year last year. I think Campbell is going to have a, you know, he was solid when he was healthy with Toronto. Um, obviously, a high GAA and a decent save percentage, but I, I just think that Edmonton is such an offensive powerhouse that. The wins will come. Um, Carter Hart. His Carter Hart. He was on the team before I got here. Yeah. Didn't like him. And Provorov are the two contracts that I hate more than anything.
0: Um, yeah, you inherited a a team that was not very good. The guy was a Philly fan a little bit. Not the biggest hockey fan, but he, he knew a little bit about the Flyers and uh, just generally kind of went very young with with the team. I,
1: I agree. I agree with that. I know that that method, but it's just, you know, it didn't work out. I, I overall' is he for some reason he's highly like always like the preseason, he's always got a high rank designation, but he he never has lived up to it to to receive that high that high marking. And it's just it, i always try to stay away from him. I'll, I'll let someone auto draft him or just someone who doesn't really understand know, you know, get know too much about fantasy hockey to see that, you know, ranking and uh, be like, oh wow, he's Use Chiller album,
0: So, yeah. And it um, is, is now a bad time to tell you that this team actually had the first pick in the startup for the rookie draft portion of it. And this was after the 1920 season. So, I mean, obviously, Hughes is in the NHL, but you had like your, the, the former owner had his, his pick of pretty much anyone he wanted. And he took Cam York. Yeah, I know.
1: I know. That was his first pick.
0: Yeah, the, the next picks were Zegras, Knight. Kaprazov, McMichael, Byram, and <laughs> he took Cam York first overall. It's a, it's a terrible thing to tell me, but you know, what, I gotta just it's in the past I do not have any control over it, so I just got to try and, you know, dress, but you know, clean up the wound and uh, hopefully it heals. Yeah. The one thing I did notice though is you have nobody signed beyond three years, and of that, seventeen, so more than half of your roster is up in twenty twenty four. That's going to be interesting to see how the extensions
1: work out with that yeah it it, i i i do like to just keep um, my extensions to lower grade i think i did sign dobson to a longer one um in the year that i think last year's one um but i don't like to put if if they're not superstars a lot of these guys that i sign to those you know three-year contracts uh two-year contracts are ones that have something to prove. um so i didn't want to be locked in for too long if i made the bad bad decision as in a minus hallmark type of decision um but i wanted the flexibility to be able to um not be uh forced to hold on like to have a guy for an extended period of time who just hasn't who's not living up to that number and it also gives me flexibility to possibly trade those guys if they are doing decent you know, to get something back and, and as opposed to losing them in any type of uh inability to have the do uh, an extension because I don't have any room.
0: Yeah. Uh I guess I'll I did have some like listener questions here, so I'll I'll try to pepper them in when they seem relevant. Uh yeah, sure. One of them was only because you just mentioned him a couple times, but uh what are you going to do if Georgiev loses his job to Francis after what happened to Omar? I
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, he, what, what is he signed at? Like, five, I think he's like five million or something. Uh,
0: Which one? Gorgiev or Omar? Gorg, uh,
1: Gorgiev.
0: Um, let's see. He 3.4 for three years.
1: 3.4 for three years. So if he ends up losing his job, I have him for what? After... Well,
0: we said 4 million. Oh, yeah, I'm was sorry. 4 million. I, I I thought you meant real life. I, I thought you were talking oh, about no, like a, no. well, like if his salary in real life like gives him like security.
1: Yeah. So in in, in my in the, I signed him <clears> for four million for three years. So if he loses it, I you know I I do have cap room in the sense that if he's not even playing by next year, you know it's just a four million dollar hit to get rid of the contract. Yeah.
0: I so think that one was a little more a little more tongue in cheek, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 absolutely. It's not something I, I, I
1: go into it, uh, thinking that's a possibility. I just like a safety net to where if I have to cut, cut bait, um, then I would,
0: it would be, it wouldn't be a, uh, it wouldn't be a poison pill for me. Yeah, as someone who really rode uh, Groove Hour's strong year in Colorado a couple years ago, it's not a bad idea to roll
1: with a Colorado goalie. No, especially last year too with Francois. Uh, was it Francois? No, Kemper. Yeah. Dorothy Kemper. Kemper came, and uh, you know they. The thing with Colorado, I really do trust how they sign and bring in players. It seems as if everyone that they have um, brought in or signed, you know, they have had a, a, an, a an immediate impact and a boost in fantasy value. Yeah. Once they put on that Avalanche sweater.
0: I mean, we saw with Kadri last year, um,
1: Kadri, Vladimir Vladimir Nishkushkin, yeah. Taze, like everyone that, you know, it, it's a good, it's a good, it seems like it's a good, good place to land
0: if you're trying to prove yourself. Yeah, like those, the, the Nishushkin, Nishushkin and Lekkinen deals particularly, I was like, okay, even from like a real life standpoint, I was like, okay, that may be the type of winger that I, I probably would like to see the wings sign. Oh, to, to, for, absolutely! For like that—that that like archetype of a player. No,
1: I and I, I agree. And like you look at Nick Kuzkin, who came to this league and he was on Dallas, and he was thought of to be like you know a, a, should be an immediate like a pretty quick on star, and he just never caught on in Dallas. Yeah. And like a, I think he went back to the KHL for a year,
0: year or um, two, yeah, and came back and he scored zero goals his first year back.
1: Yeah, and then he came to Colorado, and it was just. It's just gotta be a pro, it's a pro it's a pro player atmosphere over there
0: i mean i assume the guy pulling the strings might have a little bit of experience and and
1: that yeah kind and of, it's just that what he's doing exactly <laughs> even like even he like last year was he should he, he could have played for another two three years with the production he was putting up um but he he knows how to win he's uh he's a proven and born leader so you know the only bad thing he did was not trade Duchesne to the Islanders for Barzell.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that ended up getting them Makar the right. They it was at the trade they the the they traded him to Ottawa and
1: got that draft pick right. Was that like the, the I, car be, I believe so. so. like, even then, you know, even then, he made the freaking the right decision there. Yeah, that was.
0: Uh, I remember that like seeming like, well, what is, what is Joe Saki doing?
1: But. Yeah. Well, like what, what, like, what is he, what's the point of trading for a draft pick? You know, like, you like, I, I, you know, it's just tough. And my mindset it's, is, is if, if you could trade a prospect or a draft pick for a proven star, you'd do it every time, every time. And, you know, it's just, it sucks, you know, shame left there before they really started getting, becoming what they are now and it's just they have they, they they've been able to draft so well um uh what's it, lance gog Kinnon, who's the other guy the, the and that he ratten i think has the ninth best points per game ever um in, you know, in nhl history right now to start a, a career not bad <laughs> not a big deal at all right yeah
0: And for what it's worth, I I think I was wrong. I'm pretty sure I might have actually been Byram. I think I was like a little off the timeline, yeah. Even then, that's still a really good return.
1: Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen there. He's, you know, they're doing well with him. They haven't shoved him in, they haven't had a need to play him immediately. Um, And he's just in the right locker room. You know, it's nice to be a nice little reserved player as a young guy and having your teams from the Cup and uh, been able to learn from you know, they have the best defenseman in hockey and it's, it's, it's great. It, you know, it, as much as I want to hate, hate seeing other teams win, it's just when they do it the right way, it's, 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 it's great to see. Oh yeah.
0: <clears throat> uh, and I guess too, I wanted your kind of opinions. Like how do you feel about, well, we already kind of talked about your team a little bit here, but how do you feel about, I guess, like the league as a whole, and I guess maybe how, how teams have kind of differentiated themselves early on in the, the so lifespan of the league with contending and rebuilding.
1: So I, obviously it's, it's kind of a going to be on Barry's team next year. Um, <laughs> yeah. He has, he, but Barry is, he's done it in a very uh, way in which he's had a plan. He's not diverging from the plan. He's always offering me trades where he's like, how about this guy for your first round back? I'm like, nah, come on. Um, but he he's got a good young team. I like it. He sniped a couple of guys in the rookie draft that I was looking at, um and he you know what it's he's in it for the long haul. You like to see that. Yeah. And then you have you have the I'm I'm not too familiar with names, so I'm just going to team names like Fargo Frostbite. but okay,
0: I am Blue Water Wallet.
1: Yeah, you, the Dirty Apes, and Fargo Frostbite, I think, are my top three teams overall. Um, you guys have,
0: under, I mean, you'll, you'll learn so. a quick lesson about betting on the wall. I hear it never ends. Well.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, whose team was I just looking at that? Oh, um, Orgo Schwarzbite, they do have a solid team. I just think they're getting, they have maybe one or two years left yeah. of, cause I mean, Crosby's going, um, you know Stamkos. You know who knows how long he can still go. Um, Tarasenko. They, they haven't. They get McDavid. Tavares. I, as much as I hate him, he's is he's out though. How long is he injured for?
0: Uh, I don't think it's more than like
1: a few weeks of the season. But like seeing when I came in and saw these teams, and I knew that you know it would be really tough to compete without. You know, with the team I had, so I, I, I'm always looking. I, I'm always I, in this situation. I have to try and just get younger, because um, you, <laughs> your team is sick. I can't. I mean, Dirty Aves is sick. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's tough to. It, in it, you can't. I don't like being in the middle. Like I either take the approach of, um trading off assets to try and go for it all but i i can't do it here or you go the route of what barry is doing and it's just like it's a complete rebuild but he has young dudes that you know are possibly you know there there's a lot riding on it but i do i some guy went really high on this year defenseman is rasmus Stalin i think he's gonna you know last year was an amazing step for him and I think he's only going to get better especially with Buffalo. I think Buffalo's going to be um, a lot better this year. Uh, who's that kid? Is that Hughes? Is there a Hughes on his kid? On the on, uh, on the Sabres. Uh, Owen oh, Power is there. there. Power? No, he's like a, a winger. He got he played a couple games or played in two games. school Jack, Jack Quinn. Quinn. Jack Quinn. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The Quinn Hughes and the the Quinn here and the, the Hughes last same are going to be Years, but Jack Quinn, I think, is going to have is going to be a stud. I don't know who's got him. I think it might be Tom. That would be Vegas. Yeah. That's I, I love I love Jack Quinn. Um, I love Dolan. I think they're going to be. It sucks because you know they had that middle they have middle stat they got. Um, they just have had a lot of young guys that haven't really come through forward wise. They got rid of was Bennett on their team? Was he on uh, Calgary? I think he Calgary. Was Calgary who's the other guy that I'm thinking of Reinhardt um, Reinhard. he um he's he's picked it up but it, you know he didn't do much um it's
2: Reinhardt he's also on Florida right yeah yeah he didn't really do much on uh
1: with uh his 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 time in Buffalo yeah um but I uh you know a lot of these it's just very top heavy league, you know um
0: Yeah, in all four sports, it kind of feels like teams very quickly like, okay, I need to either go for this or I didn't draft very well, and we all separated pretty quickly for the most part.
1: Yeah, and it really does come down to that original draft that you have. Um, The smart guys are going to be able to mix in the young players that are only getting better, and the you know the guys aged thirty to thirty-two who are just the absolute studs. It, it, and it seems like a, there are a couple teams that were able to do it very successfully in this league. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure what you use, what program you use for, um, you know, the rankings that you put out, but i, I found a pretty nice site that's free um, that I, I'm starting to use on all of my, all of my fantasy sports. And it's lineupexperts.com. Yeah, have I
0: had, heard? I have, have not. Heard um, what I had used is I subscribed to the Athletic, and yeah. uh, one of their their big stats guy, Tom Lissers, has his uh, projections every year. And he sets what, uh, up like a customizable Excel sheet for like fantasy, mm-hmm. and you kind of just plug in your scoring settings. And I just kind of copy and paste the rosters and tell me what super. I want. It's always it's a, it's always better when you
1: can have someone who's more um able to do that and then you can just try and uh you know finagle it to see where you can work because i would never be able to put this thing together i would have no idea oh yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs) but it's nice but lineupexperts.com is probably um one of my top uh top uses so if anyone else is listening to this check that out it's you can sync any one of your leagues into it they take into account uh, they do all. The, it's crazy that it's free. It's crazy, um, but yeah. So I, uh, in regards to me being, I think you rank me as the number a number eight team, um, category wise, um, and with lot of experts, it falls in line. They also have me as eight, but I, I think you put
0: Ping's team as number seven. Oh, uh, uh, I have the the sheet open. I can tell you here. Yeah, sure. I think actually Ping. I think was four
1: was for who was seven uh i think nathan nathan is team uh
0: uh regulators i think
1: regulator. i think
0: that's his name in hockey
1: No. Six sk- sk- skate boys i'm sorry <clears throat> was, yeah i just i look at his team and they're outside of huberdell and they have huberdell and i love the joel erickson act he's a stud uh stud fantasy player i just don't see if I'm, that, that how this team is better than mine. I just, I don't see it, but you know, that's just me
2: being a homer. And uh, to be side. honest, like
0: uh, activity will be a big factor too. Nathan uh, is not exactly big in hockey. So if, if you're like streaming and like looking for moves and trying to, you know, be, be quick to a guy you think may have a, a brighter future in like the near, near term there, you can, that's why I think you'll be higher than eighth personally.
1: Yeah, it's always it's, I'm not worried. If I'm ever trying to go on the waiver wire and pick guys off, it's not the only guy I'm worried about is Barry. He he is very good.
0: I'm gonna have to edit out all this Barry talk here before he gets a, a big head on this. So,
1: no, I, <laughs> what I'm so impressed with was his his last free agency pickup. That guy on Vancouver, that Russian.
0: Yeah, like wow. I I think he'll be
1: okay, but like that's like a very Barry pick
2: yeah like, like we'll you'll you'll learn
1: like comes player. back and whether he takes a spot um but yeah barry does he, he he goes for the high um the high potential players like i think kako sucks i don't think Lafreniere is going to do anything that's not me as a outer fan but that's just me you know reading the situation that you know we've seen from them but um barry is I don't know. I, I like, I like the idea of what, how he goes about things.
0: Yeah. Like some of the claims he'll make during this season, will be a little odd, but <laughs> like he, he was, he was big on like Trey Fix-Wolansky for like a couple of weeks. Um, he has a picture, I think now in the database, but he had Yannis Moser like early on. And...
2: I, I mean, those, that, that doesn't help my
1: praising of him. Um, but, Don't get um, on. He
0: he has an absolutely loaded minor
1: league team. So I, I know, I know. It, 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 my, my computer short circuits every time I try to go yeah. down further down this list. But I mean, it's it's I, this is the type of league that is it's, it's fun because if you get guys that actually you know care about it, not just during the 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 four months, five months of uh, during the season, but it's like an all year. Like they put some thoughts into it. It really becomes uh, it really becomes um,
0: that much better, that much stronger uh, of a league. Yeah, and, that's um, why I think having all four sports helps too. Because even if it's not hockey, we're still all interacting.
1: you are still interacting, and I get it. And then once there's a spot available, I hope I've reached the point on the wait list where I'm like number three or two up there, hopefully. Um, but I'd love any type of opportunity to, to jump in. And I, I that's what I do. I, I a lot of a lot of leagues I'm in with like. Keepers and such are just random leagues that I joined, and and obviously the teams that I'm taking over suck, you know. So all anyone that has any type of thought of me that I met through these are like, oh, Kevin's team's always always the worst. That's because I'm coming in with some really bad teams, and it's always so. You know, you got guys that are just awesome with great teams, um, but you know, I'm I'm always in it for long ball. I, I, I take a lot of, uh, I take a lot of pride in you know trying to make a team um respectable after nonsense
2: yeah
0: well i do think you're on your way i mean as i said i mean i thought eighth was maybe a bit harsh on the the ranking there but i definitely think that since you you've taken over this team you have definitely made the right moves to to put them in the right direction for sure
2: no
1: I, i get it i get the eighth thing you know looking at the roster it is what it is you know it's just uh i'm hoping goaltending helps out. Um, I'm hoping that, I don't know, that we don't have any, uh, the people, my, my players are, they actually contribute to where I think they can. So it's just, it really, it just comes down to how these guys perform. So I think I can make the playoffs this year, especially with, I'm very good at, um, uh, my waiver wire game is pretty solid. So I, I can, I can deal with that. Yeah,
0: I would say there's real well, the four openings for playoffs. I think there's two that are locked in with Alex and Chris, the Frostbite and the Apes. I would like to think I have a decent shot, although injuries early on with Pachetty and Marchand and Landis Cog and Checker are going to make me, know, make me work early to not fall behind. Uh, I, so think, that I think how many teams make it six? Four. <clears throat>
1: four teams make the
0: playoffs? Yeah, because there's only ten of us. Oh, I don't.
1: I don't think I'm making the playoffs. So. <laughs> You know, I, mean, I, I think I, could, I think I could push to five, but they're just like, you know, right now my rankings it has Alabama the Mudslides as the number 14. and, um, you know, they have, they, gotta get, they I mean, they have a, a, they have my favorite, one of my favorite fantasy performers. I hate him in real life, but Tom Wilson is one of the best fantasy guys ever created.
0: Yeah, you're you're in the wrong division to. <laughs> Tom Wilson. Yeah,
1: him, him, and him and Trocek are my two favorite all-time fantasy players.
0: Yeah, this is to be fully honest. This is only my third year actually, like doing hockey for fantasy, so I don't have that uh, that long, long list of of experience with names like, in terms of like knowing how talented they are from a fantasy standpoint, but.
2: Too,
1: yeah, too anybody, I, 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 usually do my. I usually pick my guy, guys. You know, pick them as my number one category. The number one thing that I look for in a fantasy player is their shots on goals. So I think that is that leads to so many different cat like possible, you know, bumps in a category like goals, assist points, special teams points, uh, shots. On, it's, it's just, it's just a indicator of how much activity, activity they, they. they on a nightly basis, yeah. So,
0: you would really like Chris's team. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, Matthews, Kachak, McKinnon, Kane, of the other Kane, Robertson. Oh, Vander
1: is also another one of my fantasy darlings.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's he's built for it. You see a lot of shots, a lot of hits. He's on a good team there. He's probably riding shotgun with McDavid or Dry Sidle. I don't know who at this moment, but yeah. I mean, it's, uh,
1: you probably playing like you think. I don't think you'll play on the first line. he will be on the second line probably. With um, I don't even know. who would be on the second line. I mean, does does, does Dreisaitl and uh, McDavid play?
0: I would assume so. I would assume they're on separate lines. I mean, I, I know they they go on the same line too when like the situation calls for it. Yeah, totally. Let us see. The most recent one I see is Kane McDavid play Yarvi. Then Holloway, Dreisaitl Hyman, McLeod, Nugent Hopkins, and Fogle as the top
1: nine. Yeah, I I liked Hyman last year, pre pre preseason. I drafted him a lot. Um, Yeah, but this year, I'm really, Dalin is a guy I'm aiming for. I'm also aiming to try and get Cider. These are like redraft leagues that I go. I think, and also the guy in uh, Ottawa, Shabbat, right? Yep. He's he is a he's being well underdrafted in these leagues, and, he, and when he's healthy, he's he, he was almost like a near point per game player last year, um, and he's still he's still very young. So I think uh, those are the guys I aim for defense wise. I think a good defense really sets the tone for the rest of your team because it's harder to pick up a stud defenseman on a waiver wire than it is to find, you know, go a golden forward. Yeah. So. That's that's my thoughts on who I'm going for this year. Hopefully hopefully you can it can measure
0: out. Yeah, the way I had built my team, I had kind of ne- I don't want to say neglected defense, but it wasn't exactly a priority early on. So I've kind of gone for more of a well rounded approach, trying to trying to find guys who were excellent with like the, the grid stats mostly and
1: trying to Yeah, I, I do way. like our stats so I like the blocks, I like that and there's also the defensive points that really add another dimension to the defense for this league is that if you can get guys at defense that scores points, it's just, you know, that's another, they're, they're probably putting in some hits they're putting in blocks, uh, special team points. And then, you know, you're basically getting a double
0: double boost with every point they get. Yeah. I mean, as I mentioned, this is this is pretty much the first league I've ever done. So I, I definitely like the scoring. I don't really have a ton of experience with other setups, obviously, but it does feel really balanced at a point where you can have like different approaches can be, Equally successful.
1: I absolutely agree.
0: All right. Well, hopefully we didn't have a ton of people turn off or fast forward the hockey stuff here. But <laughs> even though you only are in hockey, you you definitely are a, a, seem to be a pretty well rounded sports fan. I'd assume New York fandom all around.
1: Yeah, New York fan. I've never seen a championship in my life. I chose all the wrong New
0: York teams. Okay, so it, I guess before we get there, is it? I know it's always kind of a stereotype, but is it quite quite accurate that it's very much like a and, and Islanders, Nick's Jets and uh um,
1: Mets, yeah. unfortunately. And then it's yeah, Yankees that's, Rangers that's the Knicks, it's, and Yeah. You know, just like it's like the orange colors lead for the Mets and the Islanders. The Jets, you know, they, they started off at I believe they started at Shade Stadium or the Polo Grounds where they their first season, a couple of seasons were. So it was just natural um for people to be to be grouped in like that, you know, like all those other teams, the, the Rangers at City, uh, the Yankees are in the Bronx at City and you know, the Giants. they the it's, it's like similar colors stick with each other. It's, you know, you, the, the the Giants and Rangers are the same
2: color and it's just easy to be a Yankee fan. You know, it's easy to, to, to be like that. Oh, so, hey, like, hey, I don't, hey you know, don't oh. <laughs> <laughs> show me in anyone's faces, but like I
1: grew up right at, when I was 13, 12, when they were, when it was Jeter times, 99 through 2000, uh, the 96 championship. So, you know, it, it was tough as a Mets fan, but, you know, hopefully one day, one day I will see a championship. I'm hoping, hoping it's the Islanders. That's the one, that's my team. That's, I mean, Knicks or whatever. Jets are, you got fans of football. That's help me out. Still I like football, cause the Jets have been so bad, but somehow they have three wins. Um, but the Islanders are, Hockey's the best sport to see live. Oh yeah! And I was able to go to not last year, but two years ago, I was able to go to both series clinchers for the honors against the Penguins and the Bruins. Oh, that's cool! And it, oh it was it's 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 just hockey's just it's it's the is the best sport. But yeah, so I it, it, I have loser teams right now.
2: Hey,
0: yeah, I mean that happens. I said I'm I'm from Michigan. I don't <laughs> I don't have all all Detroit fandoms, but the 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 Detroit four teams have been. Uh, Quite brutal for the last near
2: decade.
1: Yeah, but you know what? The wings. They, I, I like you know. Iserman is, is is that that's who their GM is now, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's he did ridiculous stuff in Tampa, and it seems like he just him and Tackett are just they they were able to bring they were able to easily move from a superstar player to a superstar GM. And that's just awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: For sure.
0: Um, <clears throat> although, you know, definitely a little, definitely spoiled with, with the wings. At least I only, I was only alive for, for two of the, two of the championships. I, I do want to clarify. I know that like Ping made a joke, but like, I'm, I'm not actually like 18.
1: Like you do know that, right? <laughs> I, I, I take it that I'm the oldest one in every group. So no, I don't think you're the in oldest. The, in my one. mind, anyone younger than me is 18 now. I, I, I'm sure. What are you like? 24 then? 25? 26. Uh, next week. Oh, okay but yeah okay,
0: next week or well Sunday technically yeah, oh, but, no, happy yeah.
1: Your birthday.
0: well thank you I, that wasn't the point of me bringing it up but I, I just want to clarify that I'm not like some some like
1: support was this the point of the interview was to bring up your birthday like, no
0: no <laughs> No. I, I just want to clarify I'm not someone someone's like a annoying little brother who happened to come in here and have
1: like a podcast Watching am like how, how the hell did this guy like, do, no. do it no. uh yeah so
0: got that uh Outside of hockey, like, what would you consider to be your favorite sport then?
1: Honestly, uh, this is uh, – I enjoy watching – I'm a big fan of international soccer and soccer itself. But, like, that I, – I love I love soccer, and it's probably football after that, and then basketball and baseball. Baseball is just kind of boring now. I went to the game, the Mets game, the first game on Friday, and uh, we left up to the fourth inning. Right? Yeah, yeah. So bad timing. <laughs> Yeah, terrible timing. You know, that no, it's just like, you know, you're down that much. You, you gotta have some type of outrageous, co- like inning. It's not like a one. It's not like one play will get you back in it. It's gotta be. There's it, just there's such a, a small room uh, of excitement in those types of games, and uh, it's just it, it's, it's, it's it's you know I played baseball growing up, but it's it's a lot more fun to be invested when you're playing it than watching it. Yeah
0: the uh, The soccer thing was a little unexpected. Like, are you, do you have like a particular club team you follow, or is it
1: just more? I I follow. Um, it's there are two teams. It's the Fulham uh, and, and the EPL and the, the Leeds United EPL. It's mostly based off of their their U.S. American player usage history. Ah, uh right. Fulham had like you know they had uh,
0: Dempsey right Brian,
1: Dempsey, yeah. uh, and now Leeds has uh. Brandon Aronson and Tyler Adams um, and you know you just you just it's it's a sport that I would love to see us get better in but we will be the worst country to ever win any type of international event because it, no one would really care like if oh, any yeah. other country wins the World Cup like they shut down everything <laughs> like we would, we would get like the back page like a little little Blurb on the bottom like the U.S. team wins the World Cup, and then like on the top you're like you know another cheating scandal. So yeah, it's 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 a beautiful game, but we don't <laughs> we have the time I just don't know if we deserve <laughs> to win anything.
0: Yeah, uh, un- unfortunately uh the uh, American players abroad influenced my fandom, and I ended
1: up with Everton thanks to Tim Howard. So Ever- thanks Tim Howard. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? I that that was such a fun time. Like you know M.C. Donovan. And, and Howard were just, they was such, it was, it, they were great because they, you know, every, uh, H- Howard originally went to Man U and then he went to Everton and he stayed there for years and he was, it'd be such a likable character and a uh, great player. Um, New York, New York. Boy, too. Yeah. He came from the Metro stars. Um, and, uh, what's it called? Who's the, I think, what is it? Just Gerard, the coach over there now. Lampard. Lampard, that's yeah, right. Lampard, I, I, I
0: don't think Steven Gerrard would would make it out alive if he was managing Everton. <laughs> that's right. If he went from Liverpool to Everton, that's right. <laughs> um, I think well, I think Gerrard. Uh, he was in. Um, I think he's still at Villa.
1: You know, yeah, he is still at Villa. It's it sucks. Everton. They did. Have, I think they are starting to string some wins together. They had a terrible start. They barely, barely avoided relegation last year. Yeah, um, but, but, you know, I do like, I think, is Rick Carlson, I think they're he's still in that squad. Who?
0: Um, Rick Carlson. Oh, the, uh, no, Rick Richar- Carlson is on Spurs now.
1: He's on Spurs now?
0: Yeah, Everton had to sell him because of uh, just, just general financial issues and the timing of, of when, like, the new books flip over, like, the, the, the financial year and they had, they had to move him <laughs> on to Spurs. um,
1: I, I, you know, you don't want to see teams go down, but that, that's what make, that's what makes like, you know, uh, European soccer so fascinating is the promotion relegation aspect. Oh yeah, and how important is and seeing, you know, a team like Leicester, you know, who probably they lost that game against Watford, probably the greatest soccer highlight you could ever watch, where that saved by the old Liverpool keeper final minute. Uh, and then hulk i know db fucking scored a ridiculous goal uh the header at the last second he went into the crowd and celebrated as they went to uh to, to, to the final match for promotion um, but it was uh I, I, I that's why i love soccer it's just like the overall um, fan atmosphere uh how important how much like their lives, all these fans' lives depend on how their team does. Like we like we're spoiled in in the States, you know, like if one team sucks, we can always be like, all right, then we got this other team playing right now. Like football, you got hockey coming up, you got basketball, like your team sucks. You can always you know switch your time to another one, Mm another another squad. But it's uh yeah, it's soccer's fun. I'm excited for the twenty twenty two Cup, twenty twenty six. Hopefully we'll have our best team ever and a different coach and then we'll see what happens there. Yeah,
0: uh, still not a no. No uh, a kit has has topped 2014 for me though. I I did go out of my way a few years ago just to
1: buy a a blank uh, bomb pop kit. Again. I I, <clears throat> I think you're right, and that 2014 one was uh, that started off so beautifully against Ghana. That yeah, goal and, by and, the,
0: and they only uh, wore one game. The rest of the whole World Cup, they were in the whites. It, 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 yeah, it's 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 infuriating. I don't I don't know whether it was
1: because they were the away team um, against Portugal and, and and Greece and then Belgium, um, but we got Bradley ruined it. We could have, we could have been the number one group in the number one in that group if you didn't make that pass at the end of the game where you know Ronaldo was able to like cross it from near midfield and they had that header at the end to tie it. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, I'm excited to see what happens and. You know, thankfully, it's in it's in the Qatar or Cater or Qatar, um, and it's going to be games at like two p.m., which is sweet. Yeah,
0: all I know is Barry better be prepared if the U.S. beats England. It's, it's, going, to be, it's going to be a rough goal for him. I think, and that's one of my favorites. But I think Brazil's going to take it. Better.
1: I think they're going to take it this year. You know, their team has just been—they're they're stacked. They're absolutely stacked. Their two goalies are Allison and Henderson. Are you kidding me?
2: Like, not not bad,
1: <laughs> right? The, the top two goalies possibly behind Neuer, but Neuer, you know, Bayern, he's I think, doing well this year. Um,
0: but yeah, you know, I'm sure people are already through soccer, so we can, we can get past oh. them. that. That's a damn <laughs> problem. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I, I think I like my my dark horse
1: tournament is Netherlands. If I know Memphis Depay just got hurt in the last uh, last Nation leagues game, but I like their setup so for me it's like brazil england
0: or um the netherlands i don't even think france is getting out of the group stage yeah they tend like i'm I'm not like as up on soccer as i used to be because i don't play thief anymore but like oh. france has, has been definitely a little hot and cold i feel like in international tournaments like and, they, they won and, euros um, a few years
1: back did they not they won the world cup and then they crashed out of the Euros oh, against switzerland yes yeah. They had like a two-goal lead, like 70th, and Switzerland came back, scored two, like a one at the the, 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 the time, pretty much at the end of time, and then they won in, they won in uh, penalty kicks when, uh, what's his name, uh, the striker, uh, Mbappe, missed a penalty shot, um, but it, uh I don't know if there's i guess there's a trend with with uh world cup teams that won the previous world cup not making the next groups not making getting out of the group stage the next one you know germany couldn't make out after winning spain crashed and burned especially with that started with that van percy header against netherlands yeah. um and it's just uh, you know it's just exciting because there's such a good talent and it's it, when it's when it's a when it's a team when it's two teams put it against each other and they're they're the best teams, top teams in the world. It's just the amount of skill that goes into it is is beautiful. Yeah.
0: And just imagine how much better the sport of hockey would be if like, you know, we could get that on an international stage. But no, never mind.
1: I don't yeah, that was the, the, the world champ the, that thing when what was that, like twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen, sixteen? Where they had like the U under twenty five North American team.
0: Yeah that that was a little that, that set, set was up a little, Yeah. I feel like that was still a little weird though. It was basically like the US the Can- Canada North Americans who are under a certain age and then like some of Europe. Sweden. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah,
1: but like, like that's all you need. That was so exciting especially that that North American team versus Sweden um, where we got down to that 3 on 3 and there was like a nonstop minute half of constant two on ones or something like that and then I think the beat Lundqvist at the end but it wasn't enough. the they, The North American team had to win in in regulation in order to advance the next round. But that North American team was stacked. They had like McKinnon, they had McDavid, like everyone, Eichel, the Matthews,
0: like any. It was just. It was. I wish they would do that more. Yeah, that was looking back on it. Uh, Gibson, hellebuck and Murray were in net. Eckblad, bear Seth Jones. Colton Perako, Morgan Riley, Jacob Truba, Sean Couturier, Jonathan Duran, Jack Eichel, Johnny Gadrill, Dylan Larkin, Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews, Conor McDavid, JT Miller, Ryan Agent Hopkins, Brandon Sai, Mark Scheifele,
1: and Vincent Churchill. It's a pretty good team. <laughs> like that's, just, that's awesome. Like, you know, like, that's just, it's it just exciting. And, like, yeah, it was the top four teams were, you know, I think, did the Finns, did they, and, or did Russia
0: make the, um, like to play like the, the, the final, like the, the final four. Was it it was Sweden, Canada, US, or was it Russia? Um see if Wikipedia has it. Semi finals oh, yeah. semifinals was Canada five three over Russia in Europe three two over Sweden in overtime.
1: Oh US didn't even make it? Wow. Probably should have taken
0: Matthews. Uh, see so yeah, the US didn't make it out of the group state. you US, US finished last in the group. <laughs> Yeah, they they didn't even win a game. They went home no three in group stages. Oh, man.
1: That's funny, but but that's the type of thing that you know. When, when was that, Twenty eighteen? Twenty sixteen.
0: Twenty sixteen. And I think they're trying to restart again this year. Yeah, I think the plan is to do it like like every like every two years between like uh, the the Olympics, like I'll offset it yeah. with the Olympics.
1: I wonder are they gonna are they gonna do the same format? Is there gonna be a U twenty five team? Because I do not know. I don't think so. Yeah.
0: I I don't think that's the plan, but I I don't know if there is like an official finalized plan
1: yet. Yeah. You like hockey can't do that though, because that type of thing, like, you know, they wanted to win that. There was, you know, obviously they're not going to hit as much, but they all wanted to win and (laughs) it was just exciting hockey. Yeah. That would be,
0: that would do do wonders for, maybe not wonders, but it would definitely help grow the game a bit
1: sure you know, it be a grand game and it would you know would peak up interest during a non-time like a, a usual time
0: where no one's paying attention yep. to hockey which to be fair is 12 months a year for most people but i get it. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a them problem too yeah
1: exactly another that problem sure. all right so
0: i guess we should uh, touch on the last few uh, listener questions i had one of them was asking how you feel about the Islanders, but I feel like you kind of already answered that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think the Islanders, it really depends on, I believe Lou is counting on bounce-back seasons from everyone. Um, I think the Islanders' problem is, is they. I, I don't even know if they have a real first-line player. Maybe Barzal touches that, but they're they're in trouble. They're they, They're at a point where their team is made up, their forwards are made up of, like, Nine third-line players, possibly second liners. Like Brock is a second liner. Anders might be a second liner if he can if he can produce. If he can go back to the time where he before the injury, the pre-injury, when he was going crazy, and then he had that terrible knee injury against the Devils, uh, where he was out for the rest of the year. But you know, a guy I hate that. You know, hopefully we can end up. The, I I just don't like Anthony Mobility. You know, there's, there's I don't know whether it's a homer thing with a lot of people, but the most the most goals he's ever scored in a season was 21. And I'm a huge Josh Bailey guy, but um, the hate he gets from Island fans kills me. Because he's he's a he's a solid performer. He does all the little things, but he's another guy that's probably a third line guy. We need, need someone like Walsh to step up. Um, I would love to see them. Uh, try to hopefully Pavlyuk starts off hot, and maybe we can package two first first round picks, him and maybe a prospect, and maybe get Kane if we're in the position to possibly make a run. Um, but their defense is the defense improved. They got they got younger. Uh, Romanov I like as a defensive guy. Uh, Pelic is one of the best shutdown guys in the league. Pulak is, is so frustrating because he has that shot, but he just can't score goals. He can't get the shots on at Think like he, he there' have been multiple seasons where it's taken him like 30, 40 plus games to get his first goal. Um, I like Mayfield, Mayfield's young. He's on a great contract. This is his last year. Before he comes out before he hits free agency, maybe we re-sign him. Um I think they're gonna go Ahho, the young Aho, but not the Yajo in Carolina but the other Sebastian aho. It's, it's 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 uh,
0: weird there's two people playing professional hockey named Sebastian Aho, and they're not from the yeah. same country
1: really is, and it's, it's funny, too. Um, but he, he, he I, I'm really surprised he's actually having a chance, because last year it came out. He played a couple games with the Islanders, um, but he got sent back down to the AHL syndicate team, and uh, he basically complained about, you know, um, being down the AHL. So uh, usually Lou doesn't like any type of malfeasance from any type of players, so you can see what happens to Bodie Wild, yeah. you know. <laughs> they will not get up at the end and they send up to
0: like the second league of Finland. Um, but yeah, the goaltending is still probably the strongest tandem in the NHL. I really um, hope so, as someone who has both of them. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean,
1: that's that's great. I think Sorokin's reached the point where he's, the, he's in a nice, I think,
2: five to seven year period where he's always going to be a preseason Benzina contender.
1: Um, and Varlamov, I think he's one of the, you know, signing him helped get Sorokin here because I believe they were friends, they have the same agent. Um, made it easier for, you know, uh, getting acclimated to the uh, to the NHL and to the Islanders by having, you know, a buddy of yours in there. Also Sisterkin and Sorokin are like best friends. So it's, it's, it's nice and to touch on the Rangers and Shosturkin. It's, it's crazy. That they go from Richter and to Lundquist and then to Shusterkin, like literal Hall of Fame goalers, goalies within you know one year after one stops, the next one comes in. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the the, Met, the the East has gotten a little weaker. Um, Boston I don't think is going to be that good. The injuries have, are you know, which uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Marchand is out until November. Yeah. And, week uh, out until, like, December. Taylor Hall just got hurt. Taylor um, Hall just got hurt. Chris, e is is, you know, one year removed from being retired from the NFL. Um, and Bergeron, as great of the player he is, he's still, I think he's now, what, like 36, 37? Maybe even 38. Yeah, so I think that the fact that they're being rated so highly is just a, you know, what they've done the last, constantly done the last 15 years, the, the, their standard of play. But I, I think they're gonna fall off to and you know, Carolina my mind's gotten a little worse. Uh, Rangers, I don't think they improved, I don't think they got hurt more. But Pittsburgh's older. I think the Islanders could if, if everything goes right and they're in a position, they're gonna make it they're gonna make a big trade. And, you know, they just gotta take down the freaking lightning, man. Lightning is just disgusting. Disgusting. It's, it's it's unfortunate and if, if they had prayed a point last year in the cup i don't know how much that of a difference that would be but point is a he is a playoff performer he is outrageous in the playoffs um but i, I think the others can make noise this year as long as as long as your guys you know bounce back if they're not all crazy old i think the oldest one out of all of them is um oh, bailey's i think he's like 32 Prox 31. Even Kyle Palmieri, you look at him, you think he's like 38. I think he's 31 or 32. So they have they have guys in, still in their peak, towards the end of their peak, that can make some that, that can bounce back and do well. It's just it's just you know hoping that they do so. So
0: I, I would have definitely pegged Palmieri as like 34 years old. He's 30. Right? He's 31. He'll turn 32 in the season. But it's it's crazy. I, it, it doesn't <clears> seem <throat> like.
1: It, it doesn't seem like he's thirty-one. It seems like you know he's, he's towards the end of his uh, end of his rope. Yeah.
0: All right. And I guess while we're on the topic here, uh, as a uh, a curious wingspan, seeing all these contracts, how do we feel about Barzell's extension? Because that feels like a pretty pretty good comparable for for Dylan Larkin's representation
1: on what an extension looks like. I I don't think Barzell deserved that amount. I, I, really, you know, he came in the league. He dropped his, you know, more than a points per game player. In his first year, but that was with Doug Williams as coach, who um, was all offense, didn't know what defense was. Um, so he was able to have Barzell go crazy. But when Trotz came in, I, I really wonder what Lambert's system is going to be like, because he is a disciple of Trotz, um, and how how much rain or free free play he's going to allow for offensively. Um, I think Larkin should, you know, that's the type of contract Larkin probably will get now. And I still think that Larkin's a better offensive producer, maybe not on the level of controlling the play like Barzal, but I haven't really seen too much of Larkin to make any type of assumption like that.
0: I think, like, uh, technically speaking, Barzal is a better producer on, like, a point per, per 60 basis. But because he gets, like, two minutes per game less
1: than Larkin, Larkin's been a more, like, I, don't know, I also like, I don't like the way that Larkin's jump, his his production last year. He he really improved his play. Yeah. He like, was
0: really I, good two years prior
1: as well, and
0: then the, the the bubble season was just kind of
1: weird in general. Yeah, and you, you know you kind of you kind of worry like that is you know whether they you know they hit their ceiling at that young age and they didn't they can't really you know when that that significant of a drop um whether that's just going to be the type of play you're going to see from him but you know the fact that he was able to bounce back would he end up with like 87 points last year uh i
2: think it
0: might have been like 79. yeah it was it was around a point per game it was um, around a point per game he but he, he he came back and like you know he's still was what 25. sorry 69 points in 71 games all right he's so we'll, 26 he's a year older than barzell
1: i think I think that's the production you're going to see for the next couple of years The point point for game player for him. So he will get a decent contract. He'll probably get around the same as Parzell, especially since he is a captain over there, right? He yeah, is a captain. He is. And is not even the captain of the honors. Like, you look at the captain, Anders Lee is a captain of the honors, and he got $7 million a year, even though he might not have deserved it. But um, they usually try to, teams usually probably try to hold on to the young captains. Um and he's gonna get he's gonna get that he's gonna get that deal. And you know, it's not it's not gonna be a bad deal because I think he's uh I think he's a solid performer. I think he's very good, market. and a yeah. really good fantasy player.
0: Yeah, definitely not a bad fantasy player with the He's gonna get you some face offs. He's gonna he shoots the puck a decent amount. Yeah. He'll be he'll be very solid and unsprintly he's on Chris's team. And, shots. You know, I'm a, there's there's a guy
1: that, and I think do have they probably do have room to sign a lot of people because i'm not sure contract-wise that they're dealing with anything egregious in
0: detroit like nothing that's holding them back and they have a very young team yeah pretty much everyone's on like short-term deals like i I think like charat and uh cop are like the two longest
1: five million or what did he get i
0: think it was like five five maybe i'll I'll pull up their cap friendly right now uh,
1: but comp is young too. He's decently young. He's not in his thirties yet, yeah, right?
0: Yeah, he's eight he's like twenty-seven, I think.
1: Yeah, and he and he is a great fantasy player, too. Yeah, he got five point six two five. And that's that's something I would say, like that'll run through his age, like thirty-two season. And he, he has he has a game where it could be a wear, like it will cause wear and tear. But he's a, he's young enough where it won't affect him. Like it's a, it's a perfect. Con- I like the comp contract like very much. Yeah, um, I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna sign cider to some ten year deal this year.
0: Yeah, he he is up for extension next July one, so we still got a full year before we even get to that point yet.
1: Yeah, uh, but uh, I mean, barring any, any horrific injury, he's gonna be he's gonna get that ten year. He's he's gonna be on the same he's gonna be top five defenseman within two three years. I feel.
0: I, I um, just really hope Iasmen can pull the whole. Well, McHale's aren't. Makara's only making nine. Like, do you really think yeah. that that won't work? But I hope I can hope. <laughs>
1: no, I think it's gonna. I think that's Cider is you know just his play last year as a rookie. He was a he was a bull, an awesome bully. Like no one could get him off the puck. Anyone that tried to hit him, he literally like stiff armed them down. They just bounced right off of him.
2: Yeah. His,
0: and, his his first game in the NHL it was against Tampa Bay. I don't remember what period he was in, but. Like the the play just got blown dead. Hedman just kind of scammed the puck and Ciders comes up, just takes it from him, and starts scamming the opposite direction. <laughs> like it's it's your first game and you're punking Victor Hedman.
2: Yeah, I, and now it did how
1: does Sweden pump out all these studs with such a small country? It's crazy. Like that that you know Hedman is Swedish,
0: you know. Ciders, yeah. is it Cider German or Swedish? German. He did play in yeah. in the SHL for one year, but he is he's yeah. German. Yeah, that's where I think I've got
2: the statement mixed up. But, you know, it's it's – Germany's got they're, – they're starting to pump out some guys, too. So. A little bit. I, mean, I think that Reichel
0: keeps German, too. Yep, yeah, Patricia is German. Uh, obviously, they just had – well, not just that, but Dreisaitl
1: was there. Um, Dreisaitl was German. Stutzlal was German. I think – is Reichel – I think he's related to the to the Reichel that played at the NHL. Yeah, it, that's his – R- Robert, that's his dad. Rob Reichel, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um I, I think the contract that Barzell got. I, I in my mind I probably would have traded Barzell. You know, I would have probably tried to tank this year. Either go for Bedard or Michikov. I'm not sure when Michikov's gonna come over, but those are the two those are the two next great ones. Yeah. Um, and but you know what there's no it's not like there's no team. Um, Toronto's good, but there's just no <laughs> there's no uh you're not scared of them when it comes to the playoffs no nope. um tampa is just the only one that really you know you'd be scared of like you know carolina's been great the last couple of years but um they lost some depth uh they, their goaltending is is it seems like they've been getting away with their
2: goaltending Because frederick anderson can't stay healthy and who's the guy that's back the no, an yeah. yeah i think anti-ranta had a you know he's he's decent but I think they lost Dougie Hamilton. They lost uh who's the who's the right winger? Not the right winger, but the, the conservative
0: D'Angelo. He oh. had a great year <laughs> last year for Carolina, but now he's in he's in Philly. Um so it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see who defensively they have Brady Shea, they have I mean, they did get Brent Burns for basically free. That's that's kinda nice. Yeah, Brent,
1: Brent Burns is easy. I wonder how he fits in there. Um because Brent Burns, you know, he had, he had a, he's, he's been decent. He, had, he probably still had like 50 some points last year. Sounds um, right. Right. Uh, but he's at
2: the end of this row. It's just can you count on him to to, to, to play? I mean, D'Angelo, as much as as,
1: as much as Pariah, he is. He produced. He was he was really good, both with the Rangers and Carolina. So you need someone to step up, and maybe Burns can do that, but just, you know, the age factor and yeah. the wear and tear of, you know, 15-plus seasons, I think he's at now, 14-plus. 18. 18? <laughs> so, like – Yeah, he debuted you know, so before like, the lockout. Before the lockout. So it, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see whether Carolina, if they, if they, if they run to – I'm sure Anderson's going to get hurt this year. And if these young guys they have on their team, like – Yes, Shabashnikov is good, Aho is good, but can they fill out the rest? Of, is the rest of the lineup going to be good enough? They lost Trocek as well. And uh, I I don't know. I think that's why I'm comfortable with um, where the where the Islanders are at because a lot of teams in that division, you know, I'm, I think New Jersey could, should be, possibly
0: be a uh, playoff. They could be a playoff team because. they have been there, saying you know, it for three years, but it has to at some
1: point, right? Yeah, I, I, I agree it has to, um, but yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I think, um, it's going to be interesting to see how this, this, this season goes because it's, I don't think it's gonna be like last season where there's going to be, you know, it's going to be a runaway and like, you know, the top eight teams would be figured out by December, which was the case last year. Um, there's been, it's open. There's a lot of young teams like Buffalo. Ottawa. Ottawa got so much better. Yeah. Like I re- like I really am interested to see how they do. I know, I know that they got like Talbot. Was, he's all right, but he's just constantly injured. And, he's hurt uh, right now. <laughs> is, he, is is Forsberg
0: the behind the backup now yep. starter there? Yep. Um, so, but like they filled out their their top six pretty pretty well. I'm, I'm a big Batherson guy, but
1: I'm also biased for having them in this league. No, I, I listen, a lot, of, a lot of the fandom comes from biases, and, you know, fantasy. Like, you, you become aware of how good a player can be or is uh, through fantasy. Yeah, I mean, heck,
2: I,
0: I've, I've been a, a big Jacob tricker fanboy since the draft. I was so excited that he fell to 16. I'm like, okay, here it is. A, a good defenseman who was overscouted. Yeah. Like, good defenseman. I, he, he
1: also demanded a trade. Yeah like, oh, I wonder where, he, where he's going to go. Did he yeah. end Did not get traded yet? Right? Not
0: yet. No. He's he's going to be a little bit banged up to start the year. He had to like a wrist surgery. He's not back from
1: yet. Yeah, he was. Like, I drafted him a lot last year because you know the lockout season, or not the lockout, but the COVID season. He he was like the best defenseman, or the yeah. second best. Like the amount of shots he puts on net. Uh, but it's Arizona, and I I, don't, I really wonder what's going to happen in Arizona. I've heard that you know players aren't happy with the situation that's going on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're playing in they're playing in Arizona State. They're playing at the, the uh, seven thousand uh capacity stadium. Not, that, not, not
0: even. Not even.
1: That that angers me because the Islanders three years ago, they they had their the, they played the Penguins at the Coliseum. Um it was like the first year back there after moving to Barclays uh full time and then the next next series was against Carolina and they were told that they couldn't have the playoff games in the Coliseum because the amount of seating for the media didn't hit the amount that's necessary for, for a playoff game. Yeah, that's why. And it, it's crazy. To, I mean, Arizona, as much, you know, it's great, whatever, you know, Allison Matthews from Arizona, like who knows whether Arizona being there helped bring about him, but they don't deserve a team. Like, yeah, there's so many, more places, there's so many more places that, that, that should get a team, you know, like, you know, another place in Canada. Um, I, even,
0: uh... I, I think Houston's probably first on the list. You
1: think but,
0: so? I mean, that's where everyone always likes to seem to talk about Houston. Like, I, I don't
1: really know They're where... They're in Dallas, and it's like, you know, is that a type of area that deserves...
0: Is that a state that deserves two teams? Well, I, I would assume it wouldn't be talked about as much if there wasn't, you know, thought to be enough uh,
1: enough appetite there to sustain a team, but... Yeah, I, I get it. There, yeah, there's no, there's no
0: asses For steps. what it's worth, I think like Houston and Dallas are like three, four hours apart.
1: Not, yeah, not no, that I, it really matters, I, I'm actually, but... I'm actually going down to for, to Dallas for a, a wedding um, in November, and it's funny because it's my brother-in-law, and he's marrying this girl whose best friend is Blake Coleman's sister. So it's uh, you know, I'm hoping. That, you know, I don't think Blake's gonna be there, but um, he is from he's from Plano, Texas. Oh, cool. uh, and uh, but, you, you know, like, I think Dallas, Dallas, another team, you know, it's crazy that that Robertson deal is so low in my mind. Robertson dropped 40 plus goals last year. Um, and but I don't I, I, you know. The thing about fantasy, what you like is I'm sure you're starting to with hockey, even though this is your first one, but year three for you is that you become knowledgeable with every team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're able to talk to anyone and, and, and you know, that's that especially like the main number reason number one reason why i love soccer so much is internationalized is that if you know international soccer anyone you come across says that, that it's from another country you can immediately spark a conversation yep and, and it, it, i think the only sport i can't really do that with is college football because i'm from new york we don't have any real college football team outside of the outside of Rutgers, but they suck
0: yeah that is kind of weird, like to think about like you know new york one of the like biggest metropolitan maybe even the biggest metropolitan market in in it's the a, united it's states a sports mecca. new york is a sports mecca And there and
1: there is what like as you said like what ruckers and syracuse yes but syracuse we don't even we don't, they're not a new york team for us because they're all the way upstate yeah I new york and most people's minds are is the try is you know any maybe westchester's included but Anywhere that's an hour above the city, like that's a different state. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 um, it's it's really I really wonder what's going to happen in Arizona um, because I they don't I, I can only see them losing this team. Yeah.
0: Seems like the NHL is hell bent on trying to make it work at least a little while longer, though. So
1: yeah, I, I see. Who knows what they have on Batman?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That could be a very long list of things, so. All right. Next up here was favorite type of pizza?
1: Pizza, buffalo chicken.
0: Okay, not what I was, it, exploring it, it, New York, it makes sense, but. It, well, the, I mean, it, the thing is, is like buffalo, I, it, I guess I'm
2: skewed because there's this one place around me that has, that knows how to do buffalo chicken. Because so you
1: could run into buffalo chicken where it's undercooked, they don't do the, the chicken right. Um, but this place first cooks the chicken, and then they put it on the pizza and cook it with the pizza. So it's it's
2: always well done. It's always perfect. Uh, Pepperoni is a, 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 a they're, they're number two, but they're far behind. And then Maybe sausage. All right.
0: Well, I that was a, a good answer. I guess I said I wasn't expecting <laughs> buffalo chicken. So appreciate that. Uh, one of them was asking, like, what do you just do for a living?
1: <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm an attorney. Uh, um, I, I do commercial real estate. I uh, I started off as a prosecutor, um, but now I'm. Uh, I got to pay off these loans, only ten thousand, which are being uh, dropped by Biden. Um, so I had to, you know, try to make a uh, try to start getting money because, you know, as a public servant in the district attorney's office, it really wasn't um, really wasn't meeting uh, the eventual long term goals of paying off all these loans.
0: Yeah, as I say, I feel like I remember you now bringing it up. I feel like you're talk, talking about having to write. Uh,
1: emotions
0: yeah
1: all, all that fun stuff yeah.
0: uh when is your least favorite time to fly in a private airplane <laughs> I, I mean it's just tough getting to the No, I,
1: the, the fact that i became friends with this guy is stupid but he's going through some his, his company when i first met him like they just went public and on the stock they get they got up to like 40 plus dollars per share it's now like below a dollar. So he's going through some shit right now. Mm. Yeah. So it's That's actually Yeah, the last time yeah, I feel bad. Now I don't instead of being worth like two point something billion, I think he's like only like eight hundred million. So oh, gotta feel for that. Yeah. You know, like you might have to sell a private plane or it's you know, get it slightly less uh expensive or less square footage. Yeah.
0: You're gonna have slower Wi Fi next time you're on the plane.
1: <laughs> no, there were three Wi Fi options when I first one on it. So there might only be two. Oh yeah. So.
0: And the last question I had had was, does your girlfriend know about your gambling problem and what does your wife think about it? So my <laughs> girlfriend does, that's why I can't take her.
1: It's strictly value your girlfriend, the wife has to keep up a strong uh, facade that it, everything's going great. So we, we, you know, maxing out credit cards, is the way to go.
0: How are you doing in Pick'Em?
1: Uh, in, in the what? In our, our Pick'Em group. I missed, I missed Thursday. missed thursday night game i think i'm 39 and 39 but i missed thursday because i recently took over being commissioner of my group of friends football league and so every thursday i put out a weekly review of the previous one and i was in court all day and i told him hey guys at like five o'clock like hey guys i can't put up the review i'll do it tomorrow then he wanted it so i ended up spending another two and a half three hours at the office writing up the whole thing and then i realized that I missed every pick thing that I was at. Um, but I think uh, the guy in front of me, he's, what is he, like, 39 and 24? Like, he missed a couple. Like, that's how, I think it's that TV or something? Uh, let me see if I can, okay, here's the group right here. You are? I'm third or second. Yeah, you're second.
0: Yeah, Nate, Nate. so Teyatta.
1: That's Teyatta. How last name Tayata.
0: I didn't realize Nate did... Nate missed a week. He must have missed a week. I didn't realize he, he missed must a week. He
1: missed a week. He has an outranged percentage. It's crazy. I was looking at that, like very impressed.
0: Yeah, that's. I'm impressed. I'm even 37
1: or 42. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. you know what? Like, I think Tom Brady said it best. There's just been, there's no reason the Jets should be three two. There's just been some bad football. Uh, and,
0: Col- Col- Colts fan checking in. There's been a lot of bad
1: football. He's <laughs> Col- I and you know it's crazy. I mean, Colts have been. Really hurt with injuries, like you know, uh, who's like the defensive the, the linebacker, Mike Shaq Hackens. Leonard, yeah, he's been out, and that Ryan just they their offensive of the line is they're 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 making people remember about Andrew Luck because they can't stop the rush and they're killing their quarterback, yeah, and and Ryan is not a mobile guy, so he's gonna get destroyed, yep, um, but you know, like Denver is, like I hate the Denver coach just because his dad Paul was Paul Hackett who. Was the Jets' offensive coordinator back in like early 2000s, and he was awful. And it seems as if Hackett has—he's—he's he's, he's the same. He's got the same problem. He's a terrible coach. I don't know how he still has a job. Um, I don't know how he got that job. But it's just there really hasn't been. And then next week we we get we get the pleasure of watching the Bears <laughs> or, or it's on Thursday night. Oh, I'll be—I'll be rough. I mean, it's—I mean. There's just really, there really has been just bad football. And like, you know, you look at, you feel for Aaron Rodgers, because who is he throwing to? Yeah. Like, it, it, the only team that, <laughs> even like Kansas City, Kansas City right now right now 27 against the Raiders. It's just no clear cut outside. who would have thought that the freaking Eagles would be the best team in the NFL right now.
0: Yeah, I, I thought they'd be okay. I did not think they would be that good,
1: but here, here <laughs> you know, we are. But that just that just shows like they, i mean it really is it, it's it's wild like it's like nothing's gonna make me stop liking football you know but yeah. it's just it's just it's just tough to watch i'll still watch freaking bears and commanders next week because i have to um <laughs> you know, like you have to watch it yeah. uh, but it's just it's it just stinks it stinks um you, there's no team like the be- i think the i think it hit a pinnacle like the best to the best Monday night game ever. Sunday night was the Monday night Kansas City, yep. Kansas City versus LA. That was there was so much hype going into it, and it was it did not disappoint. Yeah, we had I, I was I was actually thinking about it. What would be like? What is a perfect game to see? Like where? Like what is it? Is it where defense? Like you don't want to see a defensive freaking you know shutdown game two top defense against each other. Like what's that perfect mixture that makes up that perfect game? and like i feel like that game might event because there were defensive touchdowns but like it showed how good of the offenses were were there um so but i feel like this year it's just not like defensive teams teams seems going crazy it's just like bad bad skilled players
2: yeah
1: but what are you gonna do it's 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 the most popular game in america for a reason and uh it's just fun it's fun even though the teams suck I still watched every minute of the freaking Bronco co game. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was,
0: I mean Broncos <laughs> fans leaving the stadium at the start of overtime. <laughs> I would have done that. <laughs> like that, it's just it's crazy. Like whose fault is it? I think it's coach because it's it's just bad coaching. I don't know. Have you, are you watching Kansas City game right now? I am not. I'm. Oh, dude,
1: yeah. there you is a horrible call, a roughing the passer call, worst call I've ever seen.
0: Worse than you're the one on Brady
2: yesterday.
1: Worse. 100 okay. percent worse right. but check it out but um yeah i think that's it is it was that the last question we had
2: uh
0: that was but yeah that was the last question I know. was there anything else that else that you had i kind of alluded to in dms if there was like anything from like the other sports that like you were maybe like, confused <laughs> about through the league and like different jokes or whatever
1: or, or just, oh, no, just, no, just just I, general I, questions I, at all maybe for me yeah, i no i think you're doing a great job
2: I, I I can't believe I just recently found out about this podcast, and that is
1: incredibly impressive. And it just adds to the overall entertainment of this league. Like it's, you know, obviously I, I would listen to more of these things if you know if if I was involved in more of these sports. But you know, it, it, it I, I commend you um, for doing this. Yeah, as as a commissioner, I, I as a new commissioner doing these reviews to go above and beyond, beyond, out of your way to do something like this for strictly no other reason than to provide entertainment and make it enjoyable for the, for the league members is is amazing. Well,
0: like, it's, thank it's, you. It's, for, for what it's worth, I took this over from
1: a, a former owner, but yeah. But you continued it, you could also always just stop. That's you, that's could always die. you could always died with him, but you know, you, you did it, it's awesome.
2: It's awesome, and, and it, you know it, it creates, um, other than the entertainment, it, like it,
1: it, the interest and, and how much more people want to get involved
0: in this and put in their two cents. is It's great. It gives me another platform to say things that people will clip and or quote in two years when I'm proven wrong. So that's always nice. <laughs> um, love that aspect of it. Oh, you have to. You,
1: you love having you know, <laughs> you, you love the motivation you give guys. The, the the hypothetical motivation because obviously you know they can't do much other than hope their
0: team wins but it's just another way to add competition into this yep. and it doesn't help or it doesn't hurt that uh, i have other people in the league hyping up my team like ironically just
1: to to further that too <laughs> of course but... of course i had a guy text me today i'm playing him this week in fantasy he didn't like where i put him in the weekly power rankings he said he had a team meeting and he was going to kick the shit out of me this week. Um, so it's just like, you know, I always, I had to reference that in the, you know, subtly in the weekly review. Um, but it was, it's,
2: uh, it's fun. You know, it, 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 the camaraderie aspect is, is awesome. Yeah.
0: I guess while I'm here, like, how much do you know about football other than the fact that my team is not doing well?
1: What, your, uh, your league?
0: Football yeah. Yeah. Like our, our, our league. Yeah. Very, very minimal. Very okay. minimal. So. I. You'll sure. a- appreciate this then. I'm about to go to one and four. I'll be sole possession of thirteenth place out of fourteen teams. Uh currently rocking a roster. I have no draft picks this year, next year, or the year after. So I'm I'm yep. Uh rocking a roster of Stafford, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, Mari Cooper, Mike Evans, Travis Kels, Robert Woods, Adam Thielen, Matt Ryan. And that team is one and four. I mean before season <laughs> you'd be like, all right.
1: Where am I playing in the championship parade? And then now it's just like it sucks, yep. you
2: know. But th- the thing is, is like don't don't let your team get healthy, don't let my team
0: make the playoffs because then you guys might be screwed. Yeah, uh, there is a uh, a document circulating. I'll I'll DM it to you when we're done here. But I have like a essentially almost like a diary of of how things have gone for the last two and a half seasons. So I'm very interested to see that. It's uh it, it's it's full of a lot of a lot of bad things the highlight of i don't want to spoil too much but uh this the first year uh exited the startup draft with absolutely terrible receivers so i went out i was talking with chris about alan robinson and robert woods i ended up selling on woods because i like the price more so i gave up a first round pick and this uh my my second round rookie startup guy this vikings receiver who was getting outside by bc johnson uh that was justin jefferson uh the, the week of his blow up so that was a lot of fun that's that, so that's how it starts out, you know. A first, a first in Justin Jefferson for for Robert Woods, and then Jefferson becomes Jefferson. So
1: wait, so who did you, did you get Woods, or did you get? I got Jefferson? Woods. I got Woods. See, hindsight's twenty twenty, and that's a tough thing.
0: Yeah, but this, just just it'll it'll start off on on a high note with that, in just you know, it it continuously gets worse. It just it just snowballs. Yeah, it it does not get any better for the walleye from there on out. <laughs>
1: But so. you know what? It, it, your team is there, though. It's is it it's
0: just, <laughs> is it at it, one and four?
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I know. You, you, listen, if fantasy footballs—it sucks because one injury, like there's so much riding on each week that if you have in, injuries, can kill a team. But none of the injuries that your guys are facing and the troubles that your team, that the, the players, uh, the teams they play for—it's still early in the season where things can change. It's not a, it's not a situation where it's, there's no hope. You just got to go on a run. You got to get your team needs to go play the way on paper preseason. It was supposed to.
2: Not,
0: not over yet, but we'll see how that
1: goes. <laughs> Fat lady's getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I guess there's anything else you had here for me. It's been a, a longer phone call than I anticipated to be
1: honest. But... It was an enjoyable phone call. I, I think we touched on everything. And the
2: second I'm able to, you know, take over some spots for,
1: members that are leaving, I will be able to input some more uh, biased opinions uh, into those uh, into those sports. But it was it was an absolute, uh, absolute, fun, awesome conversation. I hope I uh, hope I cleared up um, some misgivings I might have I might have uh, done in the sense of bad signings, um, which I attribute (laughs) to Not a real knowledge of salary cap, um, but we'll see what happens going forward. Hey, at um,
0: least Olmark was a better contract than Cal Peterson. So you got, oh you got that one for you.
1: Yeah, but you know what? That's like, I, I don't even want to use a term because I don't know how. It's like being the, the, the smartest person with Down syndrome. Okay? It's like, it's not, That's comparing those two, it sucks. You know, like, yeah, you both aren't
2: happy, but you know what? you, you recall, even if I got that designation I'm still not happy
1: yeah <laughs> I feel like hey you know what I'm bringing this up to try and tell you that it could be worse but it's still bad it's still bad <laughs>
0: wow. well thank you very much for spending an hour and a half or so your night uh, I can't
1: believe my wife didn't come out and my girlfriend didn't call me like,
0: yeah
1: my wife's been in the bedroom the entire time It's amazing
0: We yeah uh, very fortunate with that I guess tonight so
1: yeah the chloroform works yeah. um <laughs> so
0: i really appreciate you uh give me a call and spending some time with me yeah i'll probably be hitting you up here you know cycling through guests and stuff for for more hockey stuff here so
1: de- de- definitely Absolutely. definitely plan to have
0: you back here at uh, at some point during the season. yeah so. i it's, trust me i'm, I'm
1: knowledgeable in, in in most if not every sport so if, if there's any other questions um I'll, I'm gonna be more. I'll be more active in the chats because it's just it's tough seeing all the conversations about sports um, that I'm not
2: involved in. But now that hockey started, I'll, I'll be
1: there and I'll, yeah. I'll be able to pick apart some people's
0: opinions. And it can be a little intimidating if you uh, open up the chat like, "Oh, there's 150 messages <laughs> I haven't read." <laughs>
1: yeah, no, yeah, 150 plus messages. So, all right, cool.
0: Thanks again. Uh, have a great no rest of your night and I'll will uh, talk to you later.
1: Yeah. Enjoy your uh, pre-birthday week. I'll I'll try.
0: We'll see how football goes. That'll be a unfor- unfortunately a I let that get a, get into my life a little too much so. You know what? Like I said, it's not like it's not like
2: soccer. We only have one team. You yep. got plenty of teams about to start the season. That's so true. you
1: can always distract. Yep. I can, any type I, can
0: of... I can focus on my fantasy hockey team that has historically gotten their ass handed in by Alex and my fantasy <laughs> basketball team which is aggressively
1: average. No, well, you, well, you know what? In hockey, my te- every one of my teams are available. So, um, we'll see. If, if, if anyone's looking to swing a trade, I'm here.
0: All right. N- never a bad idea to advertise that.
1: Exactly. All right. Cool. All yeah. right. Ronnie, yeah. Thanks a
0: lot, man. All right. See you. Take care. All right. Well, we are here on the other side with football stuff. Um, not a good week uh, again. Well, a good week for me in terms of scoring, a uh, bad week in terms of results. But we'll get to that. Uh, first matchup up here saw Nathan put the boots to Keith, 122.06 to 71.56. Ooh, baby did Nathan really lay it on. 25.4 from Chubb, 24.9 from Lockett, 22.4 from Cup for Nathan. With Jalen Hurts going for twenty-seven. Point six six, a very very down week here for Keefe, uh, missing uh, a couple guys with injury. Swift was gone, Pitts was gone, uh, K- Kadarius Tony was technically out, but I'm not even sure Kadarius Tony actually exists anymore. So, who's to say? Um, a zero from Koo, a zero from Pascal, a one point six from Elijah Moore, five point one from Najee Harris. It was a uh, a not so great. Uh, outing there for for Keith's team, but hey, it uh, it happens from from time to time. Nathan, on the other hand, as I mentioned, the three guys going over twenty. Brady almost got the twenty. Uh, pretty pretty decent to typical week there for for Nathan. Uh, next matchup up sees the uh, the low scoring bowl here. We had uh, Mike and Alex, and Mike squeaks out the win. Uh, 90.7 to 88.28. Neither team had anyone break uh 20 in this part or this game, but uh Alex did have uh, some decent performances from his Patriots, but it wasn't not enough to uh to overcome Valley Jobin. Uh upset alert, the undefeated magician, Sean that is, uh rolling into this week, absolutely demolishing every team in his wake, and he lost to a uh a bird that stands on one leg to drink—it's pretty, pretty embarrassing if you're Sean, is it not? Only Derek Henry uh, gets above twenty; he gets twenty-six point two there for Sean. Uh, Josh Allen, the only one for Tom to break twenty, and he gets thirty-five point one six. Moving on now to Chris putting it on the Connecticut Whale. The Connecticut Whale uh, having another decent outing here. Ninety-four point eight four uh for his standards. Uh may have to trade trade a player here too, just to make sure we don't get close. Chris did put up 130.62 though, so a, a solid thirty thirty-six-ish point win uh, for Chris. Very comfortable rather. Uh Patrick Mahomes going for thirty point forty-eight thanks to his nice tight end. Uh Justin Jefferson God, that sounded really bad. <laughs> Uh, Justin Jefferson going for twenty four uh point three two on uh on Chris's side. On Josh's side, Taysom Hill. <laughs> Taysom Hill going for thirty four point oh eight points. Not bad. Not bad. Uh as a tight end there, uh he had zero catches <laughs> for zero yards. But he did run the ball for three touchdowns and he threw for a fourth. So yeah, it's – he's – I don't know what to make of him. Uh, he's not a tight end, but that's what he's he's listed as. But I don't know how you quite quantify his position, to be quite honest with you. And I don't know how you make lineup decisions with him because he's just so frustrating because he goes for 34 this week, but he's had low weeks of 1.4. And then he had an 8.1 the week prior, but even that was only because he scored a touchdown. Um, yeah. Interesting player, to say the least. Uh, we had Ping take down Barry, 137.34 to 90. Absolutely smacking Scunthorpe around. And Ping did it all with a zero in his lineup, starting Teddy Bridgewater, presumably to rub it in uh, Barry's face. Ping didn't need Teddy Bridgewater because Devontae Adams goes for 25.9. Kirk Cousins goes for 22.24, and Jacoby Myers goes for 20.6. On Barry's side, Geno Smith goes for 24.02, as Barry... Just relentlessly praised Geno Smith as if he didn't uh, get guilted into trading for him just, you know, recently, you know. Could have made that decision a while ago and had him the whole season, but whatever. Uh, Penelope matchup this week sees uh, Nutt take down Paulo 99.34 to 90.12. Uh, on Nut side, Carson Wentz, 21.86 points. Ultimately failed in real life on the goal line, as is apt for Carson Wentz. Uh, But for Paolo, Josh Jacobs goes for 27.8 points. Nice week for Josh Jacobs. And lastly, Motor City Mavericks, the highest scoring team of the week. 157.66 points, beating yours truly. 131.06 points for the walleye. The third highest score this week. Only two teams would have beaten the Walleye. And would you know it, it is the Walleye luck to be playing one of those two teams. So the Walleye now move to 1-4. and four. Sole possession of 13th place out of 14. Only the Connecticut Whale, who have yet to win them a week, are uh, underneath the Walleye in the standings. Austin Eckler goes for 33.9 for Murph. Leonard Fournette goes for 30.9. And Stephon Diggs goes for twenty point two. The I get thirty points from Travis Kelsey with four touchdown catches on Monday Night Football. Dalvin Cook goes for twenty five point one, and Christian McCaffrey. oh will will cook up some uh, some home cooking here, and bend the rules just a bit to acknowledge he has nineteen point nine points. It's close, it's close enough to twenty. It's a rounding error. Uh, I need to, let me you guys need to let me feel decent about myself here and something for football, right? Uh, let's do the team of the week. Uh, quarterback Josh Allen for Tom. Running backs, Austin Eckler, for nett, both for Murph. Fun. Wide receiver one is Gabe Davis. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, Chris had Gabe Davis on his bench, so he does not count. Uh, Ping had Devontae Adams in his lineup. And Nathan had Tyler Lockett in his lineup. Josh had the aforementioned Taysom Hill. Man, Travis Kelsey has 30 points, and he's not the tight end of the week. But that's okay, because Travis Kelsey is the first flex of the week with his 30, and Josh Jacobs is the second flex. Patrick Mahomes is the offensive position, and Nick Folk for Alex with 18 points as the kicker. Not bad. And, as always, we can look forward to uh, the next week of matchups. The Walleye have a reprieve. They're playing a the 2-3, and three, Valley Jobin. You know, a worse record than Mike here, but... Realistically, this should be one. The Wall I should probably win. Uh, Ping will take on Paulo. Equal two and three records, I believe. There. Uh, Nut one and Chris one. Those two will play off against each other. Four and one, Nut. uh, Three and two, Chris. Uh, Barry gets Murph. Three and two versus two and three. Murph beating the three and two. Um, Tom and Josh face off. Tom at two and three. Josh at 0 and five. Sean down at four and one. We'll face off against the five and zero regulators. Can Sean drag Nathan back down to equal to the same record? We'll see. And lastly, Fargo and Keith. Two and three, Fargo. Three and two Keefe. Could be an interesting week. We got Sean and Nathan, as I mentioned. That'll be a fun one to pay attention to. Um Chris and Nutt could be a fun one. Uh, and, of course, I'm sure you're all hoping and just begging for uh, for Mike to to get one over on me. Uh, we'll, we'll see about that, though. Mike is really committed to the tank and has put up some scores that even the walleye haven't sunk to the depths of. Those are very famous last words, considering what my team is capable of, but we'll deal with that when we get there. All right, and after that recap, we have a uh, a special guest message from from Murph.
1: Ronnie, thank you so much for inviting me on
0: the podcast this week. And I'm not going to sit here and brag about my victory. That is something I would personally not do. I just want to congratulate you on a hard fought game. Came up just short in the end, but I'll be the bigger person and extend my hand out. And wish you best of luck on the rest of your season.
2: Drain the
0: fish tank. And they
1: stay there. And they say yeah. And they
2: there. DTF, DTF, DTF. Take this out, Soup Boy.
0: All right, after that, uh, eight plus minutes of joy for the rest of you. Over my suffering. Let's do some trades here. We did have a couple trades, not a very busy trade week. Um, funny how, as soon as Chris comes back and he's able to take care of a lot of trades, they go quiet, huh? Hmm. Anyways, uh, we had Keith making a few moves as per usual. Keith trading Antonio Gibson away for Melvin Gordon and cap space, and then promptly trading away Tom Brady and a lot of cap space for Alec Pierce. Um, getting off of Antonio Gibson is—I don't hate the move because his role is diminishing and Brian Robinson just came back, uh, and Gibson being on a rookie-scale contract could be in for a, a decent, uh, decent contract at the end of all this for an extension. So I don't hate the move getting off of him. Melvin Gordon is fine for now. Um, he's really just going to be valuable for this year, and he'll be valuable in the future too, but less so when Javante is back. So this could be a chance for Keefe to maybe flip Gordon at an increased price for a better long-term asset. So we'll see. He's liked, he likes to trade, so I'm sure we'll see some maneuvering on on that end. And lastly, moving away on Tom Brady. Uh, you got to figure this is probably his last year, although the, the rumors divorce. Maybe that just feels his spite to go play football for another five years. So we'll see about that. And trading away Tom Brady, this will be his, well, his his extension was already uh, voided essentially, or his extension. Um, I don't want to say this. He no longer had was eligible for a second extension price because he was traded. So he'll be back to eligible for a first extension price. So that's good. It was it was good for Keith, but it's still good for Nathan because let's be honest here, Baker Mayfield ain't it. So we'll see what what Nathan does there, and on Keith and uh, Alec Pierce. I'm a Colts fan. He's looked pretty good. He's not, like, terribly like, agile as a route runner. He's no, like, Jamar Chase in that regard. But he's very fast. He's tall. He jumps quite well, actually. He uh, he graded out incredibly athletic at the Combine. Uh, and, well, the Colts need receivers. Um, and if Alec Pierce can be a good number two or even a 1B to michael Pittman jr that could be huge for the offense if matt ryan can get more than half a second to throw the ball uh but i i do i am more uh more bullish on alec pierce now than i was maybe coming into this season at least for for 2022 um but i think there's there's a recipe there for alec pierce to be a good wide receiver too in real life and hey maybe even a pretty decent wide receiver, 3 or even a wide receiver 2 in fantasy. So like the move there from Keith. Uh Nathan gets the benefit of a, a solid second quarterback. I would kill for solid one quarterback, but it works out for for both sides there and in basketball. Um should have been. I think there's only one trade since we last spoke about basketball trades here. Yeah, this was a straight swap of Jade and Ivy for Onyeka Okongwu. Uh, I like it for both sides. I mean, one side gets... Mike gets a guard uh, after shooting away Fred Van Vliet. Um Keith gets a, another center uh, with Time Lord out. Um, Okongwu had some... He showed some flashes uh, last year. I'm not sure what his role will be this year with how many mouths there are to feed in Atlanta. But Okongwu is an, an an interesting player, and a player that I would be very interested in having on my team. But that's in, like, a vacuum, though. Like, the walleye themselves, I don't know how that really quite fits with what I'm trying to do at the moment. But Okongwu, it's a, it's a good piece. It's a good pickup there from Keefe. And I think Mike got a pretty good player, too, in Jaden Ivy. I would say I'm a biased Pistons fan, but Ivy will bring an element that will uh, force the defense to his athleticism his ability i think he'll shoot the ball decent not great but hopefully he can clear up some space for cade all right and that's all uh hope you all enjoyed the conversation with uh kevin definitely will be reaching out to him again throughout hockey season to have him come on and uh go over some some fun storylines in hockey kind of talk about me how the season is going depending on on what is uh what is relevant for our league should be a very very fun fun new element to the pod here adding another uh another guy who really knows his shit with hockey so all the all the extra fun for people out there like uh like Mike and and Nathan who are just you know super big hockey fans anyways thank you all again for listening uh and I will catch you all next time oh uh before that uh yeah so hockey Finally started again uh, at a home-and-home home with uh, San Jose and Nashville over in Czech Republic, or Czechia, rather. Um, so make sure we're setting our lineups. Games start today as you are listening to this on Tuesday. Uh, and then next week will be NBA. Uh, we'll have Chris on next week for an NBA preview. And then uh, busy season. Three sports going at once. Okay, now I'll catch you next time.